episode 5 of the number one contender podcast. I am your host again, Blair Hardman, and I'm joined by not joyous Theo James Burrows, but angry, <laughs> angry Adam Hardcastle. Hello everyone. <laughs> Thanks for having me. I have James's notes in a big email so you didn't download drinking beers in a field. That's a big faggot. Having more fun than us. Yeah, but we talked about the wrestling. <laughs> Basically, um, we're going to talk about the old things wrestling like we normally do. Starting off with the US title, and like I say, I've got James's notes. He's wrote me a bloody essay, and I don't think I'll be able to get rid, get through all of them. But James is almost here in in spirit. Bye, Bye, James. Right then, cool. US title. Got to start again with the US title because Kevin Owens, CM Chunk, at the moment is just it's the best thing going, isn't it? He's just the man. He's a fucking man. So Raw started off again with John Cena coming out. Did he typical mixed reaction to the crowd? Cena sucks, let's go Cena. <laughs> Not fight Owens fight. And he delivered a he delivered a proper standard John Cena promo this week. I would just he did, I think he did a good job selling this pay per view match though. Yeah, especially when he was on commentary. Yeah. Like, but I've not heard him on commentary that much before and he actually was the only one of the three. Or four. Speaking of them. Yeah, them two just wanted to talk about crap and he's trying to promote the pay-per-view. Yeah. That's kind of their job. <laughs> he did future commentary on the future. I prefer him than in the ring. Yeah. <laughs> Same as Michael Cole. So basically, he's seen to come out, did his did his typical face promo, what we've heard several times, but then he also did the old, that he is the man to beat in his company, regardless what title he's holding, even if he's not got a title or not, he is. You know, he quoted him saying the face around the place. He, like, he stands there. Yeah, basically, like, regardless what's happening, build every title, he's still the face of the company, which can't argue really, to be honest. He's probably still the most interesting part to most episodes of Raw. Yeah, he still gets one of the best reactions, whether it's cheering or booing. You can't argue with that. I mean, I don't love the guy, but you can't argue against what he what he promotes and everything he does, to be honest. He's a standard guy. So he's heard about his start, mate, and so he didn't... He's not, done it for a couple, he's not done it for a week, I think. The uh, open challenge. He broke his nose, by the way, the other night on a house show. That's weird, about it. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I know he said something about he said it when something he came to, out, Yeah, he said something to the camera. And like, <clears throat> it broke last night, but I'm still here. I think I think that's probably the reason why he didn't have the match. Maybe. Possibly. But he has gone through injuries before. I think, I think he's just happy to help Kevin Owens yeah. promote himself and get bigger. So, I mean, that whole promo was about saying, look, I'm the new guy, Cena's the old guy, watch me, not him. Yeah. And even Neville, Neville's a face, but he came out and he chose to fight with Owens, which even again was like, we'd prefer to see Owens than Cena. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, skipped ahead a little bit there. Uh, Cena, <laughs> Cena did the open challenge, and then Kevin Owens' music hit again, which, he's not getting cheers at all though. He's getting a lot of booze, like. Yeah, it's... I'm liking that, though. He's getting, he's getting proper heel heat. He's not getting liked because he's a cool guy. He's just getting heat because, everyone, because he's playing the bastard fucking awesome. Yeah. And he's got he's got to do it so well because, because he is so good. Mm. He's got to do little things to fuck people off to make him not like him. I remember, as an example, when CM Punk was in the Straight Edge Society, I loved him, but I didn't want to see him win because he was so awful and horrible. And it reminds me of that. Like He comes out... He's so arrogant and he's so up himself, but yet he's amazing at it. So you want to boo him because he deserves the boo. Yeah. You don't want to cheer him. I don't want to see him as a face. 
Kevin Owens said that right, we're not having a John Cena open challenge. We're tired of you, tired of your shit. You've been doing it for twelve years. Oh, you've opened for all of twelve years in a row now. It's time for you to leave. How many people have said that to Cena though? It's time for you to leave. It's kind of like the yeah. standard feud of Cena. Like, and they've got a, they've got a fair point. Yeah, but like you said, ten years is a long time to be a top guy. I mean, how long was Stone Cold? Well, I'm I'm about to say on the first podcast, I made the same point. Like, would you mean? If The Rock was still in it now and there's still on course still in it now, would you be bored of their stuff by now? Oh, definitely. I think probably you would be. The most exciting thing about The Rock and Stone Cold, people like that, is when they come back and you know it's for a short time so yeah. you buy into it. When people come back for a long time, I mean, RVD's first couple of matches back, everyone loved it. After he'd been back for a few months, he was very good. Probably all week in, week out, wasn't it? Yeah, it, 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 the novelty soon wears off. I think Cena's done a great job to actually stay relevant for the past 12 years. I mean, credit to him. Mm. Yeah, I mean, there's been times when he's been less than interesting, but yeah. yeah, he's managed to come back from it every time and keep, whether you boo him or cheer him, he still gets his action, doesn't he? Like, getting the US title, everyone thinks that's demoting him, but he's actually, like, became the best part of Raw again. I mean, partly because Kevin Owens is fucking just awesome. Like, yeah, you can't beat the guy. So he came out and did his promo saying, Yo, your time's done now, I'm here, I've beat you once already. And we don't want to see US Open Challenge, we want to see an NXT Open Challenge. <laughs> so Cena goes, I'll accept it. Yeah, I'll fight you. Yeah. And what I love about this, Kevin Owens like, nah, enough. <laughs> not fighting you. <laughs> I've got you in two weeks. You don't <laughs> get to fight for this. And I love that, because it just kind of, Kevin Owens as a whole character is like, you fight on my terms, not yours. And it, that carried on again this week. And it makes the pay-per-view match even more. Because if they had a match on Raw and, on, on, and then on Sunday, it wouldn't be nice. Yeah, it's one of the few feuds that they do where they're actually keeping that kind of rule intact. Yeah. You don't see them fight. Not even tag see. matches, nothing like that. No, and yet the promos are still... You don't need to see them fight because their they're interactions with each other. I can't remember a feud where a title wasn't involved but being this interesting for a long time. No. I mean, people could probably argue with the streak, but that's that's a, a two-week thing in it, really. It's not even it. Yeah. That's not a feud. That's like arguing with the crowd and then the Undertaker shows up at like a certain point. Also, people like the Undertaker and Brock Lesnar, people all buy into that for who they are. The feud yeah. didn't have to be interesting. No. Whereas this, not everyone knew who Kevin Owens was. The average fan for two weeks. Yeah. So this feud had to be interesting. It had to get everyone's attention, and it has been for the better part. Fucking awesome. Like Kevin Owens. I think Kevin Owens just needs his short shirt shirt the same fucking Owens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah um. So Neville come out, answered the challenge, and said, tell you what, I'm going for the NXT title because you don't deserve that NXT championship. I think he said he, he fought him, he fought Cena recently, didn't he? So yeah. He'll be back in. And then he said, no, just flip Cena, but I want to fight Owens for the title. Um. I really like Neville again. I thought the match was amazing. Um, they had a ma- they had a very good match on NXT just after just after Owens won the belt when Neville did the um, the like the deadlift German suplex. Yeah, that's just fucking strength. That's pure strength. Like. Oh, the guy is ripped. He's obviously got a lot of strength. But as as his fluffy, you know what I mean, he can he can do he can do yeah. any flip what RVD Jeff Hardy can do. But then he can do a deadlift German suplex and. His finisher's Chris. And his finisher's Chris. Red, red Arrow. Red Arrow. Yeah. It made me laugh because I <laughs> mentioned on the third podcast, like, that move wouldn't hurt any more than a splash. 
but it just looks a lot cool. Probably hurts him more. <laughs> yeah. So they have a pretty good, decent match, Kevin Owens, but I love that Kevin Owens is back. He never does the same, like, rhythm of moves, so it's, diff- it's just different move, different move, different move, different move, and it's just kind of like, and he dominates. Every match, as you know, I've never seen him be dominated. Maybe you can argue the one with Neville the first time round, and Sami Zayn the second one, but that wasn't really a match, really, to be fair. No, but you can't have every match as a squash. No, it's got. It's not. It's not squash matches generally. It's just that Kevin Owens just literally just runs it. And it's just. Yeah. But it plays more to his character. He's just dominant. But they're entertaining because he does different moves every time. He'll pull a different move out at least once. A, a new move for at least once next year. You'll never match see him doing the John Cena five moves of doom kind yeah. of match. Yeah. Well, a lot of people are sort of are in that same bucket though. Yeah, he's just highlighted more because Cena's always up. Yeah. There's a lot of people like... Ziggler. Ziggler. Yeah, I was just about to say Ziggler. <laughs> people love him, but when I watch him, it's predictable. You know what's going to happen. Yeah. Whereas we'll Owens, tag him off in a bit, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Owens, you never know what he's going to do. No, he's a couple he's of years. He's fucking... That moonsault as well, Elimination Chamber. <laughs> I'm still like... I've watched that match like three times, and every time that fucking reaches Owens. Yeah, not just the flip, the like spinning jump that he does, it's so agile. It's yeah, James's note, joyous James's note for Kevin Owens, which is, is just says, Kevin Owens, three exclamation points, you don't need to say any more, the guy is fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> like, He's spot on there. I know, absolutely. So, John Cena on commentary, like I said, like I briefly mentioned earlier. So, uh, so, so, so interesting, and he kept like, Michael Cork kept interrupting him. What, what I did like about it as well, is that... John Cena knew when to shut up, he was talking, but then he saw something big happen in the ring, so he knew, oh, they've got a call from the ring, so he went silent, and when it was time to talk to him, he started talking again. He like, you know, it's like, he knows the business inside out already, yeah. and it's just, love my hate him, got respect him. You could definitely tell a difference in knowledge about the ref, because Cena, you, like you say, you'd stop, you'd know when to actually pay attention to the match, whereas yeah. JBL and Cole just want to talk. They, yeah. they don't care about the match, and it's so disruptive. You just want them to talk in the match. Yeah, like you said, probably the best commentary team I've had in ages. Because <laughs> John Cena on commentary. <laughs> yeah. Right, we'll talk about their match at the money in the bank papers at the end of the end of the podcast. Um, we'll move on to the, the the guy at the moment, Dean Ambrose. I mean, I can't I can't love him anymore at the moment without turning homosexual I've tried everything he does is fucking epic but yeah he, 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 I mean again another episode where he wasn't even on the show really and he still stole the show just just everything he does like the Instagram what do you think for WWE reaching half a billion followers on social media by the way that's I didn't know about it until they gave yeah. that stat during Raw it's crazy and people don't like wrestling apparently no. Wrestling's, wrestling's it, gay. It's for kids. Yeah, but <laughs> 5 billion, oh, oh, 500 million, half a billion or something? Yeah. 500 yeah, million? Yeah, 500 million. That's, that's insane, huge. isn't it? Yeah, I mean... That's more than the population of America, like, the entire population. But no one likes wrestling. No one likes wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously you do, you're listening. Yeah, but that was, that's mind-blowing, that start, and I think they made another one, like, I think they've had a billion views on YouTube just in 2014. And over a million uh, subscribers to the network. Yeah, just... They're conquering the fucking... They're conquering the world at the moment. Uh, I make a point now. I've seen footballers walk around, or soccer players, walking about, and I don't get starstruck at all. I kind of walk past them and I give them a nod, acknowledge that they're there, but 
when I see him wrestle like in real life, I'm like, fuck, you know, like, fucking Seth Rollins, like, I'm like, like. They're so much more exciting, they're charismatic, it used to be a football, it's just, oh yeah, I'll watch him on a Saturday, and that kicks the ball. Yeah, and then like, but they, were, but they are like, I think WWE's brilliant here, like, they make this, they are staff, actually care about fans and all, and they actually appreciate, but what they do is like, amazing. Whether you're a heel or a face, you have to have some relationship with the fans. Yeah. If you don't, you won't make it anymore. You have to interact. Right, cool. So back to the World Heavyweight Championship storyline. Dean Ambrose is basically... The, the link with the social media is because in a backstage segment, they were looking on Instagram, and Dean Ambrose had been caught around New Orleans just taking photographs of the World Heavyweight title. Some really funny ones. I, th- I thought the one of Mechanical Bull was quite funny. Yeah, they were so good. I just came across them in before Raw, just scrolling through, and I was like, you don't see other people doing that. Like, you, you if I saw, that'd be so fun. Yeah, if I saw like, if I even saw Kevin Owens with a pink saxophone, I'd be like, what the fuck's Kevin Owens with a pink saxophone? Yeah, but he's super charismatic. Yeah, but Dean Ambrose just nailed it. Nailed a fucking pink saxophone. Because that's something Dean Ambrose. Does. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, World Heavyweight Championship storyline. They were backstage. And um, Seth Rollins is like showing his Instagram photos to Triple H, and I thought, eh, is that cringy? And then I thought, it's in the, in the modern world, everyone's fucking on Instagram and looking at the phone constantly, so it's probably exactly. normal now. Well, it wouldn't have happened in the Attitude Era now, it's just something. It's not on the Attitude Era, it's like a massive, like, <laughs> massive PC on reels, like, reel in, like, in them TVs in school days. He messaged me on AOL. <laughs> Like buffering, we've seen this photo. See them, bro. Like buffering seventy percent, thirty percent, thirty percent. We're gonna cut to a break. Seventy <laughs> percent after the break, like. So then basically, if I were to go with Stephanie and Triple H, saying, "Oh, what are you doing here, Seth? I thought you didn't need us." And and then Seth's just kind of like saying, "Oh, I meant what I meant about J and J. I meant what I mean about Kane, but I didn't mean." Anything about you guys? I still need. I'm still part of you. I'm still. Thanks for making me the future of the company. Yeah, I'm still in the authority, but I only want to report to you. I don't want yeah. anything to do with the other three guys, which I don't particularly mind. J and J for me, they can be funny occasionally, but for me, they're dead weight rolling well, fucking weeping. Yeah, completely. Um, they had a good run. They had a good run together. Um, and then Triple H said, "Oh, you can pick your own opponent tonight, but you're you're on your own. You have none of us." Tonight, you're on your own. Prove you're good enough. Yeah. Like what you said last week when you sent a tantrum. <laughs> Prove you're good enough. Pick your own opponent, and then we'll see how good you are tonight. Yeah. Didn't go to plan. Didn't go to plan. There's a backstage segment then with um, with J and J, and Seth Rollins kind of saying, well, I don't even know what you said. What you, you people say, what you did, what what you don't mean. And Seth Rollins went, I didn't mean what I said about you. I don't need you. Yeah. And then J and J kind of got in. Seth's face and slap Seth Rollins. <laughs> That's not the champ. No. <laughs> not if you're five foot four. How big, how big is Seth Rollins now? He's huge. Is he big or is J and J just the height? Oh, I think he's big. <laughs> he's, he's a beautiful guy. I'll, I'll love to see. <laughs> he is. I'd love to see J and J in real life because I bet they make me a new proper mini. Like. I know you can't see us, but that's Hayes. <laughs> like, no, I'm a <laughs> So, and then basically. James has said on his notes that they were more comical than anything, to be honest. But basically what happens is they have a match. Seth Rollins picks a match between J and J. Yeah. 
truly good enough. I was like, is he good enough? Is he a too retired wrestler? I don't know, but it's something that a heel would do, I suppose. Yeah. You don't expect the heel to be kind of, I don't know, to be brave and pick a, a good opponent. But all, he did the right thing in picking someone that he believed he could beat. It's not interesting. Yeah. And Dean Ambrose on Instagram posted a picture that he bought a, a ticket from like an illegal guy outside. Yeah. Not, I don't mean like illegal, like immigrant. I mean like. <laughs> I mean, uh, someone who's like saying, oh, I've got three tickets, I've got three spare tickets. Like, like tickets out, yeah. Yeah, what you can't do outside in the arena. So he brought one of them, and then, like, during the, uh, during the, just before his match with J&J, just come down to the ring with, like, <laughs> the biggest box of popcorn ever. <laughs> I'd have pissed myself. Yeah. Like, like, everything. Why is that funny? Like, yeah, again, if you saw a Ryback come down a popcorn, you'd be like, Ryback, what are you doing? <laughs> no, Ryback might work. long term 
them turning on him or him turning on them and having a feud cost Wheeler and Triple H Roan. But at the minute, it seems to be... Roan's can't be a face, though. It can't be. But maybe Triple H turns more of a... Even though he's still the bad guy in the authority, he could be the crowd favourite in that match. Yeah, he will be. He will always be the crowd favourite. In every match, he has. But it doesn't need to happen now. It needs to be a long... Long yeah. burner. He needs to be just little niggly things that you you notice, and then suddenly maybe at Royal Rumble it comes to a head. I hope this is a start of like Seth just he wins on money. If if Seth wins on money in the bank, I hope this is like the start of Seth going turning into like the cerebral assassin. You know what I mean? Like just getting a sledgehammer and smack. You know what I mean? He's not losing, but he just smashes the fuck out of everyone. He just loses his shit basically. Just becomes some sort of like mental nutter, hard as fuck. Right. But so, uh, like, he can step on like he's like a really low card guy. Heaps later, <laughs> yeah. But then he like absolutely destroys him, like you know what I mean, breaks him. Then like, he does that to everyone. You know what I mean, basically he just becomes this mental. Because he's big enough to do it. And just yeah, again, I, I've mentioned to you before. Everyone says Roman Reigns is the muscle, the big guy. But I'm pretty sure when they stand next to each other, yeah. Seth Rollins is slightly taller and. There's not much in it muscle-wise either. No. Seth Rollins is a big guy. Massive. I think it's maybe because of how they portrayed him as the, the heel. Again, that's yeah. fine. But he is a big guy. He can handle himself. Um, there's no need for him to... Oh, look how look how uh, he, he turned on the shield. Yeah. He battered the hell out of yeah, yeah. Roman Reigns and Dean Ambrose, albeit from behind. But still, that was a, a nasty thing to do. He can have that bad streak and he needs to do that more often, I would say. Yeah. So, well, I think that's pretty much it for the Royal Heavyweight title. There wasn't that much. There wasn't nothing even. There wasn't that much put on the Royal Heavyweight title storyline this week. No, I think they definitely spent <coughs> a lot more effort promoting the other parts of the card, which is fine. Yeah. We already know what the what the championship's about. We know this feud. They only need the the odd segment on Raw because we're we're going to tune in and watch them two fight, aren't we? We're going to watch yeah. Ambrose win. Absolutely. Right, cool. So we'll move on to the, the Money in the Bank segment, which is just promoting the match. Probably the funniest part of the, the evening, to be honest. Yeah, definitely. Because of the hard truth. I mean, we slag him off normally for like, being like pointless, why is he still there? And then today he delivered something awesome. So he started off with it. Started off with Roman Reigns coming to the ring, delivering a box standard, but he's getting better on the mic. Yeah, I, I vaguely remember when he came back from his injury, his first promo, he couldn't put two words together, <laughs> yeah. whereas now he's comfortable to be in the ring on his own. Yeah, he's, he's definitely improved. But he's not... He doesn't have that charisma about him. You know I mean, he doesn't have anything like... He doesn't have that... I don't know, there's something, there's something missing that I think he's looking for. Obviously, working every day to find out what it is. But this, this the whole... No, I'm just going to punch you thing. It's just... Bit boring, you know. What I mean, there's no arrogance in him. There's nothing. There's nothing in. Like at least Cena's got some personality. No one's got personality. He hasn't got personality. I think he definitely, in my opinion, he's been much more interesting than what I was doing. Yeah. The whole I'm gonna punch you, I'm gonna beat you. It doesn't matter what you, what makes you think. That's the heel attitude. When he tries to do it in the face, it's like I'm gonna Superman punch you. See, this is my um. Uh, this is my prediction for the money in the bank that we'll get to. In a bit, it is a heel turn. Kane will be. Involved in it as well. Yeah. So, 
Roman's basically saying the typical I will win the money at Battle of the Match. How many times have we seen this promo give the Diamonds before? I think this is why the R Truth segment helped it because it was in the same. I think if you look back this time last year, just back the year before, the same promo happened where all six people said, I'm going to win. Yeah, you get the six or seven entrances all straight after each other. Everyone gets one line and then they have a, a draw. Yeah, so basically Roman Reigns comes does that, does that, then fucking Ziggler comes out. <laughs> Ziggler. He's noodle air. Oh, Lana. <laughs> he mentions Lana, says, Eddie's going in front of Roman, I've got a red hot Russian, I'm like, oh, I hate that. Go back to Rusev, for all that. Please go back to him. Um, then we had, he, he, and then he just said the same, I'm going to win it. God, if Ziggler wins the Money in the Bank, I don't know, I think I'll just tune out until he gets it. Well, how long did he have it last time? He had it about, he had it like nearly a year. I can't handle that shit. No. I can't go for a year of... <laughs> being Mr. Money in the Bank. Oh, no. Oh, you need to be Mr. Warm-up wrestler. We don't need to be him on the Mr. card. Mr. Retired. <laughs> <laughs> just, just stick to your comedy. Yeah, yeah what, what is that 10-minute comedy show he's doing? Just, just, I don't know. It's 10 minutes too long. <laughs> it's a piss break. <laughs> it's a divas match. <laughs> right. And then our truth comes out. And everyone's like, what's that? No, Kane come out first. I think Kane came up before before Ziggler, and Ziggler said, you're the biggest tool. Basically, he's a bit of a shit insult, saying you're the biggest tool in the authority. Actually, you're the biggest tool in the big WWE. But it's not not that an insult. It's such a great insult. Not many apparently. people even laughed at it, though. No. Like, I was just staring at the screen, waiting for time to something, pass back. Something to happen, like, it's fucking... Uh. Um, uh, basically, what happens is that everyone's interrupted Kane. Yeah, okay, so Ziggler interrupted Kane. Yeah. And then our troop interrupted Kane, and then oh. he's like saying like, "This is the best part of the night, by far." So, and it like basically, I'll conquer my fear of ladders at WrestleMania. I'm gonna climb like money in the bank. I'm gonna climb the ladder of money in the bank. And then Kane was just like, "What are you doing? <laughs> like, why are you here?" I didn't even notice as well because I don't know if other people have noticed, but a lot of the time, our troop is shoehorned into these kind of matches, whether it's Elimination Chamber, a TLC yeah. match. For no reason, right, we need another guy in here. R-Truth's doing nothing, let's shove him in. So I just, subconsciously thought, oh, R-Truth's here, he's going to say something, then he's going to be interrupted. But no, he gets interrupted by Kane. What are you doing? <laughs> like, Why is he here? And, he, and R-Truth's like, well, I'm in the match. I'm in the match. And Kane's like, you're not even in the match. He's like, I'm not. Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh, this is on me. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm you, sorry. The crowd loved it. You could actually... People laughed, and it was one of them few moments that WWE actually go, yeah, we we can do this comedy. Yeah, they can do comedy when they actually think about it. But I don't think I don't think Roman Reigns and Ziggler knew that, that was going to happen because Reigns is like expression on his face was just it was absolutely pissing himself. It like. panned back to them both. It didn't show Kane. I don't know what he was like, but Ziggler and Reigns genuinely looked like they were just pissing themselves. Yeah, like, and they were even like talking to each other. Fuck, know what you're doing, like. It was very very funny. And yeah. If you've got the YouTube, it was quite entertaining. He can do that quite often, our truth. He, he, although he is limited as a wrestler, he can be quite funny. Yeah. And then I think Kane started talking again, saying basically Kane's trying to make it, trying to trying to say that he's going to win the match and be for the for for, for the authority, basically, to make sure they've got the next champion. If they lose control of Rollins or Rollins loses the belt, he can then they can then use their new puppet to win the belt, so basically, 
keeping it in the ball when the, the authorities caught. I was going to say that. Although they're the authority and could just give Kane a title match. Yeah, every week. Yeah. I'll just give him the title. <laughs> the authority. But we forget them rules. Yeah. <laughs> Keep it realistic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I think she- Seamus Clarnix, I, I fucking love Steel Seamus. Yeah. I love his music, I love his entrance, everything about him. I hate, I hate when they chant, you look stupid. Yeah, yes, he looks weird, but it's part of the gimmick. It, yeah, it's cool. It just shows you how easy people buy into things sometimes. Like, oh my god, he's been to my break in my beard. I, I will instantly get booed by silly people. Yeah, basically. And he's really committed to it. Not only has he changed his look, the music, how he walks to the ring, yeah. how he handles himself. Even in, even his in-ring presence is just even... Yeah. I think he... I, I mentioned it on a previous podcast so when he was talking to Jericho on his podcast. Mm. Seamus himself kind of said, oh, he's really interesting in character. Like, it's kind of like the five years he's had in WWE, it's kind of like been a warm-up up until now. Yeah. And like, he's really into it now and this is it. I'm going to win the title. He's basically that kind of time I'm going to the top. Yeah. I do think they'll do something with him off a card at some point. I think he's kind of treading water at the minute, but we know he's ready for the push. Yeah, I don't think, I think that's the reason why I didn't win the Elimination Chamber. I think this Seamus will win it. Yeah, he could, he could easily go for the title once this, like, role mm-hmm. yeah. is finished. And once the Brotlism <coughs> thing is finished as well. Yeah. yeah so there was a few, there were two, there were three matches. We got, oh yeah, Randy Orton came out and basically discussed he's having a match with Seamus straight after that segment. Pretty easy match. Um, it ended in DQ and then Orton just beat down Seamus. As he does, because he's a face and that's what faces do. Yeah. Is he part of the authority anymore? No, he's just... Randy Orton. Because how Kane introduced him, he was like, you're going to be facing this man. Yeah, yeah. Out. I know what you're it's saying. It's like he's well, friends with him. Like, well, unless that's what we're... It's kind of like you Randy Orton again, can they? And say, oh, we've gone back to the golden boy. You know what I mean, Mr. Reliable and the Orton. This is WWE. <laughs> <laughs> that would get some fucking heat. Oh, yeah. Like they, they've got a two-week memory. He could very well be part of the authority again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But if you just, well, basically, if that failed, we, 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 we know Triple H loves Randy Orton as well. Oh, yeah. They're, so. they're chums. Yeah, so basically, Seamus, Randy Orton, have a match, end in DQ, Randy Orton beats him down. Randy Orton did a very shitty, weird chair shot. It's like he chucked it in, like he didn't chuck it in, like yeah, his head. He kind of just chucked it in, like his stomach. Do you remember well, that? They, they can't do headshots anymore. I know. Can they? It's really annoying. Yeah, I mean, we know why. That's fine, but you yeah. could make the shot more convincing, not yeah. just a put it past his chest. Well, he threw it at him. <laughs> like, he even he threw it in, like no force. He kind of like passed it him, and then Seamus did catch it, and it kind of hit him. I'm pretty sure when Triple H used the sledgehammer, he still hits him in the stomach. Yeah. But it's going to be a shit. He can do what he wants. Yeah, yeah. He, he runs the shop. <laughs> <laughs> there was another match between Roman Reigns and Kofi Kingston. Yeah. Shit, we forgot about that. Kofi Kingston, New Day came out during the Money in the Bank segment. Yeah. And they're really good. Yeah. Saying that they're going to win the, the Money in the Bank ladder match with the power of positivity. And they're going to go, holding it down. <laughs> like, hashtag POV. And sometimes I can't tell if the crowd, depending where it is, are chanting New Day sucks or New Day rocks. Yeah. Because they just carry on chanting it, so they chant over the crowd. Big E mic work. Yeah, the way at the moment is fucking awesome. <laughs> He's really committed to it, hasn't he? <laughs> we are uh, the New Day. I love him, it's so funny. 
I couldn't stand. I, I, I didn't care for him at all earlier, and now he's just. Even how he just walks to the ring shaking his body, like, it's yeah. so funny. Xavier Woods has made himself relevant. Like, before this, what was he doing? And now he's oh, playing, yeah. I think he's joined Funkadactyl, Funkadactyl for 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> that was weird. Anyway, we'll go back to, we'll back, we'll back to that. I was, I was, I was going to say Dark Days then, but I didn't know how to be a bit racy. Well, you already know what happened in the early 80s. Let's not go back to that. <laughs> 1964. <laughs> <laughs> like, right, so um, brisky. Maybe a bit further than that. I don't know. I'm shivering. <laughs> right, um, way younger. Than <laughs> yes, uh, it was Kofi Kingston versus Roman Reigns. Guess who won that? Well, <laughs> it's it was a Superman punch though. Hmm? He didn't make me a spear. Wouldn't be a Superman punch. Do you like that? I liked it because it didn't. It was a good Superman punch. It's less predictable, I'll give you that. But, but for me, yeah. a punch to the face, a flying punch to the face, will knock you out more than someone spearing you. But two weeks ago, when he did a Superman punch, it was just a move and not a finish. He it too. I mean, yeah. but things can change very easily. If he just started winning matches with good Superman punches. Yeah, if he carries it on. Like out out of nowhere, Superman punches. Yeah, it, it's fine if he's out of So I can switch your music. Yeah, I remember The Rock beating CM Punk with a people's elbow yeah. out of nowhere. That was bizarre, uh, but he never did that again, so no. that's why I didn't like it. But if he carries on doing the Superman punch as a finisher, then fair enough. He needs more moves. In a couple of weeks, you'll kind of think you'll forget about the spear. But for me, the Superman punch is a better move. It's more interesting. And no one else has done it before, so it's interesting. Yeah, every other person has a spear. Yeah, so they had a good, they had a decent match. But Big Show didn't use a spear for hook sake. Although, when he does a spear, <laughs> that's such a believable spear. Yeah. It just launches himself at someone. And, yeah, Kane and Ziggler had a match as well. And it was, um... It was just... It was just shit. <laughs> Get to the point, It man. was shit. It was just... At least, Lana came to the ring with Ziggler at the top of the stage. Rusev came out, asked if Lana back. Then Lana fell off the smallest bit of stage ever. <laughs> And broke her ankle or twisted her ankle or something. It was so fucking pathetic. Like, I get it. Lana needs to go away for a bit off television to kind of redevelop the character and come back refreshed. Not Russian. Not yeah, Russian. she'll come back in America, obviously. She's from Florida. But she fell off like the. It fell off like the smallest step. Like, every house, they're, they're the first step of their stairs. She fell off on it that far. I mean, it's not even like. On, and yeah, she's probably climbed the biggest stairs to get into the arena. <laughs> yeah, so it was like, it, was just, it didn't fall with any force, it didn't get pushed off or nothing, she just kind of fell off, stepped off, fucking stepped off. <laughs> and she just, she couldn't even sell the hurt, the hurt in the injury. There's a silver lining to this, it, it maybe they'll bond because they've both got pulley out. <laughs> yeah, both in the treatment room together. Both get an asshole. We, recan- we rekindled our relationship, but we had to spend time together with broken feet. Fuck you, Ziggler. Yeah, so that was shit. Kane actually won this match, though. I think this is the first match Kane has won since, like, 2012 or something. <laughs> Back when he was relevant. Yeah. Kane won with a chokeslam. A decent chokeslam as well. It wasn't like a, a push-to-the-floor chokeslam. He actually picked him up and slammed him. Yeah, he has got really lazy with that lately. He yeah, just got pushed to the ground sometimes, isn't he? Watching the network. Sorry. The award-winning. The award-winning network. The award-winning network. 1.3 million views. <laughs> 
be the Antonio on this thing. <laughs> They've got text alert now, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every time you subscribe, it comes up. Yeah. Guess what? You're one of the 1.4 million. If you make up 0.4. But <laughs> <laughs> Kane's choke slams used to be awesome. You know when he like when he was jacked as shit in 2003, he was massive. Yeah. His choke slams used to be like mental. Like he used to pick him up, hold him up there for ages, and just throw him down with such force. And like, wow, that was like so. I mean, his new choke slams are so like. It's not even. A, it's just like he pushes him down. It's just. Although that is partly the fault of the person selling the choke slam. If they yeah. don't jump up and stuff, it's like they've got to do their part as well. Some people will just fall back with a choke slam. Yeah. That doesn't do them any favors. Don't want to hurt my neck. <laughs> <laughs> that was oh. a concussion. You deserve one thing, Gus. That's about it for the money in the bank, um, people. Um, the IC title, again, it's getting like... They had a bit longer this week. They had about ten minutes. Rather than last week's five minutes. But it needs at least 15, 20 minutes of episode. I mean, they're doing three hours of fucking television. They can give it a decent chunk. Make it feel needed. Well, in theory, it's meant to be at the same level as the US title. They're meant to be the mid-card title. Yeah. But the US title, they're they're doing it right. They they're really giving it the effort that it deserves. Whereas the IC title, giving it to Ryback is one thing, but then feuding him with Big, Big Show, Show just it's sucks. It's just there's no no one's interested in that feud. I mean, I couldn't believe Big Show actually shell shocked the Big Show. Then you know Ryback would have shell shocked the Big Show. Cause it's not like some people can like lift up the Big Show using the back muscles and. Like holding like the AA for or for athletes or for instance like using your top shoulders they're, they're like some of your strongest muscles but how Big Show's positioned doing the shell shock like sideways yeah he's leaning back a bit yeah I mean right, that is yeah. fucking strength yeah you've got to give it to Ryback he's in top shape but I don't tune into WWE to watch no. strong people and just him lifting people that are really heavy does not sell it to me no. although he, he has got a much better moveset than he used to have. Yeah. I'd much rather see him shell shock someone that's I'd I'd rather see I'd rather see the Miz versus Ryback. That's crazy. Why you saying that? I like the Miz, I mean obviously a Miz T V. What the fuck does Miz wear to be <laughs> these days like it's like a fucking He's a Hollywood movie. It star. works for him though, it works for him. He's so funny. He keeps himself because he knows he's how he how he was the real WWE champion, I fucking. That just shows how bad it was. He won. He retained the championship at WrestleMania in the main event. <laughs> Fuck me, that's bad, isn't it? So he did a, he did a, I think Ryback's got a good now. He's actually like started like. He's, he's learned how to work the crowd now when he had the last room and stuff. And yeah. I think he has that bad year. And he's, 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 he's up his game big time. Yeah, after his injury and the time off he had, he's, he's definitely come back stronger and, and better for it. Yeah, like you say you can work the crowd. The feed me more chant. It's like yeah. a yes chant. It's yeah. easy for the crowd to get into, and, and they get behind it. And he, he even does unscripted. He can tell he's doing unscripted, like promos now. He'll have an idea of what he's going to say, but then in the moment he'll just say something to the crowd and ask them questions like he did on Miss TV. And like, it doesn't sound like that. It doesn't sound like that would be a skill. But if you ask Roman Reigns to do that, no, he can't. And that's what separates people like. Right back, and Kevin Owens, people like that on the mic, yeah. from people like Nicholas and Reigns, because they'll be given split seconds. Split seconds. Yeah, you 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 can't go out there and decide beforehand exactly what you're going to say. It has to vary on the situation, how the crowd are reacting. 
Yeah, absolutely. So, unfortunately, the IC title is just. I mean, they've worked. It, I mean, they obviously had a plan for it to give it to give, to give it Daniel Bryan because I doubt they thought he was going to get injured again or his arm was going to heal again. And then elimination chamber. And elimination chamber. I mean, that was a big match, big build for the match. Get it right back. Thought, all right, different choice. Didn't expect that. He could work out if he went through six six months worth of opponents, just ripping through them all, thinking it like building this unstoppable champion. You'd be like, oh, Miz. Have it entertaining matches. I mean, the match with Bray Wyatt. Extreme rules. I thought that was gonna be wank, but it was fantastic. It was a decent match. Well, I mean, the, the elimination chamber that could have been meant for Rusev, but yeah. he got injured. So you can't blame WWE too much. They were gonna give it to Brian for a while. He got injured. Yeah, possibly Rusev will get. Me injured. and me and James brought this up on the last on the last podcast, but we thought the elimination chamber match was sh- yeah, it didn't come that one shocking. Yeah, and maybe pre-match. But they had all these big spots meant for Rusev, and then for some reason I think putting Mark Henry in the spot just didn't work. Yeah, a guy like Rusev, they could have had so many spots ready for him. Just kicking one of those, kicking one of those in, yeah, throwing someone through one. I know they do them generally, but when someone like Rusev does it, you believe. And it I think, I think, I think they would have. I think, I think you're right. I think he would have got the belt if it wasn't for his injury. And then Ryback versus Rusev. Yeah, it's not exactly a fast-paced mm. match, but it's two big guys. Yeah. It's the kind of match that WWE would get behind. Yeah, I mean, I'd get behind that one. That's why they put him on Big Show. Yeah, it'd be a lot more better than Big, big fucking Big Show. Oh. It's alright, but like I say, you can't do much with him in the ring. Like You can't really do weapons with one of them. Like, it's just a bit... It's the same I don't scenario wanna... with Mark Henry, isn't it? Yeah. They're, they're too big and they're too old now. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to... I, I don't know, I've seen him for fucking years. Like. I remember seeing a stat about Big Show, like he's just turned heel 13 I hate hearing chant, fans chanting like, please retire, because they're not just nasty, but it's disrespectful, but I know where they're coming from, like, yeah. they need, they're just not, just, just, stick, just, just stick to house shows. But as a fan, how do you put your opinion of WWE more effectively? I know, I know, exactly. It's the same thing the other way around, Daniel Bryan got that push because of how much the crowd got behind him, if they didn't do that. Mm-hmm. So again, um, another bit more time, decent segment, Ryback's shelter from Big Show was like, wow, can't believe he actually did that. Um, so they're going to have a match at Money in the Bank now, see what happens at that. Talk about the predictions in a minute, you want to add anything else to the IC tonight? It's not got a uh, stipulation yet, has it? No. I don't want it to be. I don't like stipulations with PG, in PG, but... No, I, I see what you mean. I think, I think it should work. Although seeing Ryback, Shell Shock, Big Show through a table might be more enjoyable. Yeah, it would be cool, but <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. stipulations in PG will don't work. They they force them too much, especially at pay per views like this as well, too. Basically, I mean, Owen Cena, pretty much every match in NXT, and it's just two guys fucking being awesome. They can put on good matches, entertaining matches about chairs, about tables, and that. Like, the Owen Cena match, fucking hell. Yeah, you don't need to force a, a feud to have a stipulation. No. The feud should get to a point where a stipulation is required. Yeah, exactly. Spot on. Yeah. Feuds in the past where it's gone to hell in a cell, it's like, we've done everything already. The only way to settle this is in hell in a cell, that kind of thing. Whereas now it's like, oh, who can we put in hell in a cell? Yeah. Well, I, I think the fucking pay-per-view. I hate, I hate these pay-per-view names for stipulations. Just 
right, and we'll go to the, the, the women's division. I know it's the Divas, but I'll never call them the Divas, because I think, I think Divas is so disrespectful. It doesn't make it interesting. I don't know why they call them Divas. For the, for the casual fan who don't really watch wrestling, they see, like, if I showed it my dad, and he saw, <laughs> he saw the word Diva, he would think, oh, fucking hell, these slags want Divas. <laughs> I mean, like, but he would. I mean, that's yeah. not... No, I see what you mean. I can see why they call TV programme Total Divas. It's aimed at a very specific audience, people who watch the Kardashians. Yeah, total, stuff, but total Divas work, because they do live a Divas lifestyle outside of the WWE, obviously, because they've got fucking loads of money. They we do. don't need to see that in the ring. We want to see women wrestling. Yeah, representing women. When Ronda Rousey goes in the UFC, she doesn't bring the outside world into it. It's her fighting <laughs> another woman. That's got the Divas division in the UFC, <laughs> isn't it? Like... <laughs> They just come out dancing. Right, <laughs> you're gonna get kicked in the face. In a and that's why, that's why again, NXT women are so much better in the divas division because one, you respect them instantly because she's the cold winner. Yeah. The belt doesn't look like a fucking giant toy. Yeah, I'm, I really miss the old women's belt. Yeah. Well, they could make they could make a more modern one like the, the NXT one. It's fucking nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it suits a it suits a heel or a face. No, it's just the same as the NXT men's title as well. Yeah, that looks good regardless. So uh, it was Paige had a backstage segment just saying, "I'm going to beat this twin magic stuff by the Bellas for the first time ever." No one seems to beat these two when they're when they're doing the twin stuff. Yeah, twin magic. Um, it meant it's mentioned on fucking every podcast going now that Nikki Bellas has improved shit loads. She's definitely took off a lot more than Brie Bella has. Yeah, and improved. I mean, that's probably that's probably that's probably credit to Cena. You know, I mean, she might have said to John Cena, "I want to improve." <laughs> she's strong as well. She's one of the stronger divas. Oh, she's when you say she's big, she's not big and fat, but she's thickly, yeah. thickly built. She's she puts effort in, obviously in the gym as well to get that strength. I think I think her figure figure's amazing. She, oh yeah, she's proper fit. I remember like when she proper. first joined, and she they were identical in figure and yeah. how they spoke but you can see the difference there I'd much rather see Nikki Bella than Brie Bella absolutely so Paige has a little segment saying I'm going to beat these two for the first time you know what I mean eventually because enough's enough now I'm not I'm not a big fan of Paige's um, promo work I mean, but she's still very very young as a person and she's not is she 22? she's 22 but, then, but again Sasha Banks is 22 and her promo work is sick yeah, I think it might be different coming from over here, though. Maybe over there, there's a lot more chance to get the promo work, to get the wrestling background, whereas over here, yes, there's wrestlers like me and you, we watch yeah. wrestling, but it's definitely nowhere near as big over here as it is in America. No. There's much more opportunity over there. So maybe she's a little bit behind for her age, but she's going to get better. Yeah, she's going to get better. She's it. And then Nikki Bella. Bella. <laughs> yeah. Just fucking me. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's... Um, Nikki Bella had a squash match basically against Samoa. Yeah. Like, what is Samoa doing? I think it was five minutes, I don't think. If that. Does that include an entrance? I think it's including entrances. Samoa, it's, it's another example, and this is what I don't want to happen to Lana, when they split them up from the guys. Samoa, I liked her when she was with Fandango. It was yeah. funny. It was part of the gimmick. Yeah, it worked. And now, I'm not interested in seeing her wrestling. No, of course she can't wrestle. No, no offence to you, Sam. You're, just a, not, you're a beautiful individual. Yeah, you're just not good. You're just not good as. Stay on total divas. Stay on total divas. Get drunk. Marine, fight with people. Marine Force. 
cool. <laughs> looking forward to that. Oh, the Miz, isn't it? Isn't it? Oh no. The Miz and. No, so she's already done Marine Four. Marine Five. We're going Marine Five. Fuck it, solo movie. Marine Five. That needed four sequels. And <laughs> <laughs> the first one got the bad. Got the T one thousand in it from Terminator Two. I, I'm going to be honest. I've not watched any of the <laughs> movies. The last WWE movie I watched. See no evil. It wasn't no. It was. Uh, <laughs> Stone Cold and Tom Dennis. Yeah, I love that. I'm finishing. <laughs> no, I genuinely I forget that it's WWE who made it. I thought that was a good movie, but I saw Twelve Rounds. <laughs> I, I was not a fan. Which one? The Cena one or the, the Cena? Or or what? Cena swore in that. I was amazed. <laughs> oh my god! Still won though, didn't he? Because <laughs> that's what Cena does. Kicked out of bullets at two. <laughs> I imagine 12 rounds, three or whatever. Him versus Kevin Owens. <laughs> Kevin Owens. Can't lose. Oh, I love it. Right, cool. Um, yeah, so, Women's Division. I want to give it more time, but there's nothing more to say. Because it, get, it gets, again, they give the Division a chance stuff, but they're dependent they, they, they listen to. Or Vince tends to listen to clearly. Clearly, hasn't they had them? So they're getting less time now than they did. I think they gave them more chance for about two weeks, two rules. Yeah, but I know Stephanie and I know Triple H are definitely pushing Vince to fucking sort it out. Because the NXT women, I mean, you fucking you pay attention. Sometimes you don't even pay attention to the men. Men, then you, I mean, you get a match. You get a, you could get a match between like Solomon Crow versus. Baron Corbin, I mean, that's not happened yet, but it might do one day. And you might just sit through the match watching the trailer. You hear Sasha Banks' music come on. Yeah. And you'll put your phone down and actually be completely focused on the match. Not because they're beautiful women, they actually, because they're going to entertain you by a wrestling and tell a story. Yeah, well, there's several reasons. First of all, men would much rather look at a woman, obviously, straight men, would yeah. much rather look at women wrestling than men wrestling. And even more so if they're talented and interesting. Whereas WWE just tend to think, we'll give them five minutes, they'll dance around for a bit, they'll go. NXT show that no, women wrestling is actually as good as men wrestling. Yeah. They can be interesting. They just need that chance, but I can't see it happening on the main roster, to be honest. It will eventually. When, 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 when Stephanie and Triple H won the whole thing. I mean, Vince is 17 years old. I mean, he's older than that. He might be older, but he's done a great job until now. I mean, fucking hell, he's entertained entertain me for 25 years. The company wouldn't be where it is without him, but to now push on, it needs to be Triple H and Stephanie to be. It's sort of like, it's sort of like, I mean, he's, he's done he's done everything he can. I, 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 I just don't think. He's just enjoy your retirement. Yeah, like enjoy, enjoy it. Fucking hell, just watch, the, just watch it as a fan now. If I was as rich as him and as old as him, yeah. I would be on a beach. <laughs> yeah, I would not be running WWE. There's a lot of travelling involved as well. Oh yeah. Yeah, there's nothing to really report on the tag division because I don't think there's, there's, I think there was only one tag match at this Raw, and it was Harper and Rowan. It was basically a squash match against the Lost Matt Garlic. It was always going to be a squash match. Yeah. I mean, they're, all, I mean, they're just going to tear for everyone until they're bored with the New Day. They can't have the new, for me, they can't have the New Day versus Harper and Rowan because it's two heels. They they're heels, but they're not heels in the terms of the the uh, the Wyatt. What do they call the Wyatt? No, I think they call the Reapers now. The Reapers. Fair enough. Um, Harper's a brilliant wrestler, by the way. 
Like, you can do things that Daniel Bryan can do. And, like, he's fine. Kind of. I do prefer half of the Roman. He's a lot better wrestler. Mm. I, li- I like half his finishes. Obviously, he's got the kick, but that spinning clothesline. Yeah. People sell it well, and he, he executes it well. It's a, it's a believable move. He does some good moves. He does the suicide dive, which is, you never, I've never seen a big guy like him do before. And he's a very good, he's a very talented guy. I have heard them both on the mic, and they're not terrible, but they're not great. No. And that might be what. Half of them are better backstage promo than a in the ring promo. Yeah. That's what might hold them back as singles wrestlers, but you don't have to be a singles wrestler. You can make. But did the Hardy really Boys and did the Edge? I know Edge and Christian delivered great promos, so ignore them. But did Dudley, did the Dudleys and the Hardys, did they have good promos? I don't think they really did. Maybe when they were all in the ring together, but that was always to finish in a fight anyway. Yeah, but Edge and Christian's promos was. You know, and just come to the ring like dressed as different people all the time, and this is five skin pose and stuff. <laughs> yeah, well, well they both got their own. Chat shows, yeah, didn't they? The Cutting Edge and uh, the Christian Peace Peace show. show. Yeah. They were both great on the mic, albeit I, st- I still think they were both better together than individually. Yeah, I'm happy half of them. Um, that was the only tag match to report. The New Day didn't really, well, they did single matches. Yeah, I think the only relevant one to the, to the tag match division was Biggie versus Titus O'Neil, and what's that Biggie won by a distraction. They always win by distraction, or yeah, or, or one of them swapping for the other. That works for me. Their own twin that. magic. Yeah, black magic. Racist. <laughs> <laughs> He's black. Let's pretend he looks like him. He doesn't. <laughs> like that time when um, what is it? Newcastle match when someone got sent off. Can you remember one of one of the yeah one of the one black of the, players got sent off. Arsenal? Um. Oxley Chamberlain got sent off, but he no, no, that, that happened in Arsenal. It happened for Newcastle Spurs. Oh, I don't remember. I think it was. I can't remember. I think it was. I think it was. I can't remember which one it was. There basically got four black players at Newcastle looked just like each other. Uh, uh, yeah, I do. Basically. And one of them got sent off, and he didn't even make one tackle in the whole match. Because <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, it's quite funny. Racist referee. Racist referee. That's all the time. <laughs> cool. So yeah, um, what's what's your thoughts on the prime time players? Um, I think WWE have done the right thing putting them back together because I, I have no interest in watching them individually. I don't care about them together either. They did a funny promo the other day actually with um, I think it was a DX DX one. I think it was pretty decent. I think it comes down to: Would you rather watch young? in a singles match with anybody, or them in a tag match with another semi-decent tag Yeah. Team. I mean, Titus has obviously got strength. Which he... He gets the crowd going with his dog. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As well. They can be interesting if they push them enough. And they've got potential, not a great potential. Uh, yeah, they've got for me. They've got... they found themselves at the moment, blow the tag teams, and only two of them are actually decent. The New Day and Harper Road. And yeah. Harper Road only been about again for the past five minutes. But I do prefer this to maybe a year ago when there was barely any tag team champions. Usos versus whoever. Yeah, it was Usos the tag team champions versus was it DX or the the Outlaws or whatever, and it was just them every week. Yeah. At least now it's interesting because there's. Yeah, the Usos versus Harper Rowan. I remember the White Pack. They had two matches together. I think they might had three matches together. One one was even on the kickoff show. Yeah. And it was and it stole the show. It was the best match of the night. 
They did some really good matches together. I think they did a two out of three falls match once now. Fucking awesome. Smackdown ninety. Where are the Usos? One. I think. I think Jay's injured. Certainly can't give Jimmy anything. <laughs> Jimmy, you're injured. You sit down and wait till he's better because we can't have one of you. We don't know which one you are anyway. Which one are you again? Yeah, you're not I'm white. Injured. You're, you're not white, so I can't. I can't tell you apart. One of them's got their own real name. The other one they've given a fake name. I don't get it. Change both on either. Classic. You're so crazy. I'm just gonna refer back to my um. The James, the virtual James, and see what he said about the, see what he said about the tag division. Again, he's here in spirit. All right, he made a comment actually about half for a moment, basically like, you know, because half was the big boot, and our favorite, <laughs> our favorite dead wrestler's head. <laughs> Have you seen that Twitter account? Me and James found it. Um, my brother showed it to me actually a while ago, and I kind of made it. I, I, I brought it to James' attention last week. There's a Twitter account called Is Tess Still Dead? And every day, <laughs> and, ev- and every day he tweets yes. Yeah, I've seen I've seen similar accounts. <laughs> Maybe not quite as dark as that. Fucking quality. Basically, like James in notes for me. It's great to see the um, half and Rowan work together again. Half uh, he said, but half of you is a big boot. Shout out to Tess. Is he still dead? By the way. Have a check for me, please. <laughs> like that. We'll just check now. <laughs> yes, he is. Yeah, okay, he's still there. Though. Podcast <laughs> exclusive there. <laughs> Breaking news. <laughs> Test is still there. He failed. And he mentioned, he mentioned, we haven't mentioned this, it's good, to, it's good job to refer to the notes here, actually. Half a million to 3D. It's 3D to win the match. Again? Well, I've seen they used it before, haven't they? On a house show. I've, yeah, I've heard that they used it. Now, if this sets up some kind of feud as the Dudley Boys, whether it's Bubba Ray and someone else, which wouldn't be as good, or if it's Bubba Ray and Devon. Bubba Ray and R-Truth. Bubba Ray and R-Truth, because they're the same colour. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure Devon's a free agent, and Bubba Ray's got the free contract where he can come and go in Samoa Joe. So if that sets up a short-term feud, like the Usos and the Outlaws, yeah. then that's fine. They had, a, they had a little... Bubba Ray said... He tweeted at Harp and Rowan, or at Harper and WWE. If you're gonna use the Dudley Death Drop, this is not a direct quote. If you're gonna use the Dudley Death Drop, please ask me before and do it do it properly. Then Harper sort of wrote it and re- replied saying, "Oh, if, if you want to go, we'll we'll go." And then Bubba Ray re- replied again saying, "Like, speak to the brass in charge and make it happen." And now I don't know if that was genuine. Two wrestlers having a go at each other, or it's building up. Plus, half a row needs something to do over in the tag titles because we know the tag titles are out of the way for the new day at the moment, and they're not going to put two heels together. No. So maybe the Dudley Boys and Rowan and the and the Wyatts, the Reapers, the Reapers, whatever. Well, the Reapers, if that's what we're going to call them, then for their gimmick, it's just they want to beat people up. They don't care about the titles. They don't need to be in the title picture. We can have two sets of feuds going on. I like that. That's nice. Yeah, so if the thing is, I've seen it with Kurt Angle and other people before where people nick each other's moves, they tweet each other and it is genuine beef between them. But with Bubba Ray technically working for WWE now, and obviously they are, I can't see that being anything other than you use 3D, he's going to comment on it, set up something long term. Yeah, and then half of them have got to go over though. They've got to beat the Dudley boys. 
it depends. If it's just one bite, yeah. But if it was over, say, three, you could imagine... Dumpies win one. Yeah, they win the other, then they have a decider. Arsenal win, win, the, win the regular match. Dumpies win the table match. Then maybe there's two normal matches. They win one, they win the other, so the traders wins. The only way we can settle this TLC match. Yeah. Because whatever... Why, we, why else would you use a TLC match other than, well, we've got the Dudleys, that's what they do. Yeah. Let's put them in a match with these two guys. That would be so and cool. Half a moment with chairs could do some damage as well. But they could do 3D on the Dudley boys through a table and win the match. Yeah. I'd go crazy. I'd be happy with that. And I think I think Bubba and Devon would be happy with it. Because one, they get a massive payday. Oh, yeah. Two, two there's no point in them going over because they've passed it now, haven't they? They've, they've, they've virtually... They haven't got long to. They haven't got a long career left in them. They've probably got a year, two years, probably max, maybe, of full time work. Yeah. I don't even know what Devon's doing now. He might Devon might not even got it in it. I think he just recently breathed or left the NHS. Right. But I can't see him turning down a last paycheck by WWE. Yeah. They tend to pay the part timers a hell of a lot for a, a little work. A yeah. Little work. So I can't see him turning that down. Yeah, I mean that'd be a decent payday. I'd be, I'd be happy with that. And um, yeah. If you want to do it, nineties nostalgia is profiting at the moment as well. So bring back the Dudley Boys. <laughs> yeah, they've realised they don't just need to use the Rock. There's a yeah, yeah. from the Attitude Era where we'll go crazy for Rob Van Dam. They overused him, but if you just bring people back two or three fights, then they go away again and do something else. It works. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Right. So I need to get the Money in the Bank. Card up. Well, it's time for predictions time, don't you? Um, I'm just going to check. So I've got, I've got James' predictions on my phone, but uh, I can't. I can't multitask, unfortunately. Not good enough. Money in the bank, Wikipedia. Right. So on Wikipedia, the face, the poster for Money in Bank is Dean Ambrose's face, which I love so much. But does that mean that Dean Ambrose is going to win the title? Because Ryback was the face of the nation changer. Normally the face of the, the, the person who goes over and wins. See, he can win the match, but I don't know. It's a ladder match, though, isn't it, Phil? So he, yeah. he, can't, he can't win oh, by yeah, DQ. Oh, yeah, he can't win by DQ. Yeah, sure. No, there is a there is a trend of whoever's the face of the poster does something. Else. I remember Paige doing it, and she, she won the title. Yeah, cool. So the first match on here, on Wikipedia, is R-Truth versus King Barrett. Barrett. like... <laughs> 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 Yeah, for the record, we just both bought Barrett. Yeah, yeah that. Maybe for that. Bullhammer, the Royal Bullhammer. All oh, right, so here's the next match on here. Oh, apparently there is a tag match. It's New Day, it's Biggie and Xavier Woods versus the Primetime players. Yeah, because Kofi's in the... Kofi's in the Money in the Bank. For me, it's got to be New, New Day. I can't see him dropping the title to them. No, I, they will drop it eventually, but at the minute, it's too early. But Everyone's enjoying it. The two really, they're riding such a high wave as well, and everything they're doing is winning. I'll go on to my reasoning why I think they'll win that as well later on. Go now. Oh, right, yeah. So, at the minute, they've got that free bird rule where yeah. anyone can defend it. I mean, for whatever reason, all three of them were in the Elimination Chamber. I liked it, but I don't get the reason. Um, say Kofi Kingston was to ha- just have it as a life, yeah. just to go and win the money in the bank. All three of them would technically be Mr. Money in the Bank yep. and tag team titles. 
a tag team champions. So one match. It'd be great. It'd be great. Yeah, them two could be fighting for the titles, and then the next match he comes out with them winning the tag. It's just I love to see Xavier Woods come out one week with it, <laughs> and then they just keep alternating it. It's so funny. I'm doing a cash in as well. Like all three of them could just run to the ring, and one of them could get the pin. Like they could beat like one of them, and then like next guy could just jump in. Like yeah. yeah. Yeah, like, we've all cashed in. <laughs> so you've got to fight as well. <laughs> yeah. And then they just all come out with the title. Maybe it's a likely thing. <laughs> replica title. Yeah, two and a half replicas. It, it would be unlikely, but definitely not be interesting. It's <laughs> fucking hilarious. <laughs> um, after our prediction, I'll just go through James' prediction. Because he's here in spirit. Ryback versus Big Show for the Intercontinental title. It's got to be Ryback. See, if they want to build a good intercontinental title reign and make it mean something, the champion's got to win for at least six months at least. I fully agree. However, if they want to have this as a feud, which it might be long, maybe like two, three pay-per-views, I think Big Show might have to win dirty so that Ryback can then overcome it in the second match yeah. and then he goes on. I don't see why they'd put them two together for yeah. one pay-per-view. Who are you going for? Big Show. You going for Big dirty, Show? A dirty win. Dirty win. What if Big Show wins and not retain, not wins the belt? Would you like beat the shit out of him? Shit out of Big Show. I'll keep it simple. Big Show will win the match. Right. Okay. Right. I don't know who leaves with the belt. Big Nikki, Nikki Bella versus Paige. I've got to go. I'm going Nikki Bella. I don't want her. To, I want her to be. I think she's good enough to be the longest reigning champion. I agree, but for the same reason as last time, I think Paige wins keep this feud going. Yeah. You can't keep the same feud going if one person quits and leaves. Unless they've got plans for an NXT girls scale now. Which would be fine. By Which, in, in other divisions, if someone came out of NXT and went straight to the World Heavyweight title, it wouldn't work. You'd boo the shit out of him because what the fuck's happening? Yeah. Just, that's the ultimate fuck. But, in the women's division, it's so bad at the moment. If Sasha Banks were to come in, or Becky Lynch, or even Charlotte, we're coming to the main roster. They're good enough to challenge. They're too good to not challenge straight for the, the belt. You know what I mean? But that might be why they don't bring them up yet because they are ready. They embarrassed the rest of them. Yeah, so they have to win the title. So at the minute, they want to breed Nikki Bella. People know Nikki Bella is serious and famous. People yeah. like her. And they want Brie. I think they'll wait for the NXT girls to come in. Yeah, I'd be happy with Nikki Bella versus Sasha Banks. Feud. I mean, they could do a similar thing like what they're doing with Owens and Cena, have the NXT Women versus the, the Divas champion. I wouldn't be happy to see Emma versus Bella. No. But now I'm going Paige. Yeah. You're going Paige? I'm going Bella again. Okay. Um, we usually agree on these things. I know we do. But not, you know what we normally agree, we also get it all wrong. I would agree with you, but then we'd be both wrong. <laughs> okay. Right. John Cena, Kevin Owens. Oh! <laughs> This cannot, if this is better than the first one, I'll lose the shit. <clears throat> the main thing is, this match has to be a good match, regardless of who wins it. Yeah, it'll, it'll be a good match. Kevin Owens needs to carry on looking like the beast that he is. However, it's very start to broken records, but again, this feud's got to carry on. Yeah. It's one of the most interesting things going at the minute. For it to carry on, Cena's got to win. Cena wins. Unless they put a twist on it where Owens wins again, but Cena's like, I don't give up, so I'm going to carry on fighting this could guy. Be count, could be a double count out. But then it's one win and one draw. Well, yeah, that's, that's still going to seem the argument to think. Go on, go it's, 
I think this will finish on SummerSlam. I really do. Yeah, because that's the third match. No, yeah. Battleground, isn't it? Yeah. So do the fourth. That could be the draw. It could be win, win, draw, and now. Win, win, draw, Hell in a Cell, SummerSlam. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Uh, but to go to my predictions, I'm going to go for Cena win. How about you? I'm going Cena as well. As much as I love Kevin Owens, I think Kevin Owens should win. I think Cena. Like I said, Cena's going to win. Let's just make sure people understand. We want Kevin Owens to win. Yeah. Every time. But we think Cena's going to win. Yeah. Okay. And the Money in the Bank match? As I said earlier, I'd love to see Cody Kingston win it. (laughs) I I would pay to see them three come down with the Money in the Bank and the titles. But if we're going to go realistically and base it on what's happened at the minute, I'm going to have to predict that Reigns wins it. I want... I want Seamus to win it. I want Seamus to win it. Cause he, I think he deserves something. I think, I think the reason why he didn't win the in, in the Continental Title is because he's too good for that belt. He's, he's ready for the, the big time. He's he's paying his dues. He he could literally like pay up the the face and the heel off feud and all the time. And Seamus could just be awesome in the background, just just brutal, just going for everyone. With the, with the contract and everyone's like forget if he cashes in regardless what shape you're in he's gonna fucking wreck you but it's, it'll work it'll work it would work for him as long as he doesn't maybe kiss his arse oh yeah <laughs> kiss my arse man and then we got um obviously the big one Ambrose before Hose before uh, versus keep on Rollins 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 <laughs> see what you did there <laughs> um <laughs> If you'd have asked me a few days ago, I'd have said, no, nah, Rollins can't do that. I can't see him giving it to Ambrose. But this could keep going on, and they could have a few matches between this feud, and he is the face of the poster. He's so entertaining at the minute, I'm going to have to go for Ambrose. Well, I said on the last podcast, like, they might have thought initially to put Ambrose in the payback match. We're just going to do this for something. A bit of a cheap pop, basically. But then everything Ambrose is doing now is gold. And, then he get, he, and the creative changes in seconds, but they always have this massive plan and it changes about 400 times a month. And I don't think they can ignore the cheers Ambrose is getting and the work Ambrose is putting in. And they might just think, you know what, fuck it, he's got on the belt. Yeah, well, I, I don't think WWE would put the effort in on Instagram and social media promoting him if they didn't understand and acknowledge how much people are getting behind him. They'd carry on pushing Rollins blindly. And Rollins is amazing, don't get me wrong, but people are into Ambrose. Uh, Ambrose, I mean, I've always liked Ambrose. And on the very first podcast, I said, like, what? I mean, they're giving him fucking... It's come, come out of nowhere to be in the main event. I mean, I liked him then, but... I've just got... Overnight, I've just turned into, like, this massive big Ambrose fan. Now, I, I, it's theme music now. I've walked to work with it on, thinking like, this is fucking awesome. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's, he's, he's just the coolest fucking guy ever. And James has sent me a text message from Download saying, just got a, just got to the speakers, and the first thing I've done is put Dean Ambrose's music on, <laughs> and mention it on the pod, <laughs> on main stage. The Dean Ambrose. Oh, that'd be fucking it. Fuck news. <laughs> Dean Ambrose's feature, <laughs> man. Fuck news, regardless. Damn it. <laughs> Fucking epic. So yeah, I think I think that works. I'll be happy with Dean Ambrose winning it, but I, I'm gonna say Rollins. 
My money in the bank prediction, the other prediction would be, I want Seamus to win, but I could see Kane helping Reigns win, and then Reigns cashed in that night, turned on Dean Ambrose. Because he likes to be being like Dean Ambrose's like buddy the whole time. If he cashed in for the authority, beat the, Dean Ambrose wins the belt, cash in on the same night, spear, Superman punch, whatever, wins it, Triple H holds his hand up, fuck me, instant heel heat. I think he can be a heel without being the authority heel though, because he could go against Kane, obviously like he's, yeah. he's meant to, and win Money in the Bank, everyone cheers him because he's got a lot less booze at the minute, and then say Ambrose does beat Rollins, as I predict, then Reigns comes out to congratulate him, he holds his hand up, then he looks at him and just turns on him and wins the belt. And then he can just portray it as, we're, we're friends, we're mates, but it's all about the title. I can't not cash in, you were tired, you were vulnerable, I had to do it. I'm not part of the authority, and that could set up what we all want, which is a Rollins, Ambrose and Reigns triple threat battle. Yeah. Because he'd be due a rematch. Rollins would be due a rematch. Yeah. He'd be the champion. And then suddenly, out of nowhere, at Payback or at SummerSlam, he could do that. And We've got that possibly for our cup. Yeah, yeah. Them three in the match. But they could t- they could keep trade- trading them in and just go for this feud to just go on for the rest of the year. Yeah, because... They could just do different stipulations every time. It, it could be clean wins, it could be dirty wins, it wouldn't matter, because they could just trade it between the three. I- I'd love it. Yeah, so... I wouldn't love Mr. Gunther like to see Reigns on the authority. I don't think he's got the charisma to be like Rollins personally. He's that. He wouldn't have to be because Triple H and Stephanie could do all the, all the mic work and then Reigns could just be. Because he's a believable fucking bruiser and he would not fucking fake with that. No. But anyway, the end of the night, this is happening. <laughs> anyway, that's, I think that's the end for the podcast. Oh well. Thank you for joining me today. Yeah, Stepping in me. Stepping in for the joyous James. How many podcasts do you have to do to become a friend of the show, by the way? Ah, uh, well, I'm a f- I'm I'd a say we're friends already. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe two, we'll find out. Well, next go- time I'm gonna Google it. <laughs> I'll ask ask Jeeves, is he still back? I don't know. <laughs> I think he might have died like Tess. <laughs> is Jeeves still there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We'll ask Joyous James next time, am I a friend of the podcast? <laughs> a friend of the show. Depending on how you guys have, in, whether you've enjoyed me or hated me, we'll find out if I'm back again. Yeah, cool. So you can follow us on Twitter at, at number one underscore pod, it's N-O-1 underscore pod. I'm at, um, I'm, I'm 